Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 112. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, you're going to learn the five reasons why paying off your home mortgage might be a bad idea. What you're going to learn are the pros and cons of paying off your mortgage, why opportunity cost matters, and the one reason you might consider all the facts and choose a completely different course of action. Well, with all of this talk about paying off debt, it seems like people are thinking about talking about paying off their home mortgage. Is this a good idea or not a good idea? Well, we've talked about credit card debt on the show. People have sometimes auto loan debt. Certainly student debt is an issue. But with mortgage debt, it's, of course, a very long-term debt, either 15 or 30 years, depending on what kind of mortgage you have. And the rally cry seems to be pay off all debt no matter what. And I just wanted to review this with you and see if that's really an accurate thought or if there's a different way that we could be looking at this. Is it correct or should you have some debt? Are certain types of debt good? And why is credit good, but if you use it, then debt is bad? And what has been the case historically with debt? And how do millionaires use debt? Do they look at debt differently? Well, they do, and you're going to find out why. As you know, debt is when you borrow money from a lender, whether that's a bank or a credit card company or other institution or even occasionally a personal friend. It means that you owe somebody. If you're a responsible person and you have a steady income, that's probably not going to cause you too much stress because you have the cash flow to pay for the payments on the debt. Stress occurs when you don't have the income to pay it or the asset you borrow to purchase decreases in value. That can cause all kinds of problems. I think debt has become unpopular since the 2008 recession because asset values on homes declined and also people lost their jobs. So it really was a double whammy. People felt strangled and burdened by the payments and had a hard time keeping up. Student loans about that time became non-dismissible even in a bankruptcy. So students couldn't find jobs and felt the pressure of their loans accumulating. Consumers bought so much stuff in the early 2000s that they had credit card debt up to their eyeballs. So debt became a bad thing, and the campaign to pay off all debt became very popular. But is it the right move for you financially? I'm going to suggest that it's not, and I'll show you why. Number one, credit is a good thing. We can all agree on that. Having good credit and access to credit is very helpful. Typically, we have about a month to pay it off. If we don't, the credit card company charges us interest. 
The interest rates today are exorbitant and can be well over 20%, so we definitely want to avoid running up credit card bills. But what if you used your credit cards to start a business? It might take you a while to get it up and running, but if you know what you're doing, it could provide an income with which you could pay off all your debt. So if you use a credit card for something that will generate an income, it can be a good thing. Many successful businesses were started with credit cards and bootstrapped. Debt for a college degree may also be a good thing as long as you eventually find a good job and can pay it off. Studies show that people with college degrees earn a higher lifetime income than high school graduates, so it can be a worthwhile investment in yourself. Just pay it off as quickly as you can because there's no student loan relief even from bankruptcy. So, we probably agree these are good uses of debt, but what about a mortgage? Number two, money has an opportunity cost. That is, if you invest in one thing, you can't invest in another. You can only use money in one place at a time. It could be that you use money to pay off your mortgage or that you invest the money, but not both. When you select where to put your money, you're making choices that will impact you for many years to come. Obviously, a mortgage can be 15 or 30 years, so they are a very long-term decision. If you move and get a new mortgage, the clock starts again, so it can go on for a large part of your lifetime. The disadvantage of paying off a mortgage is that you don't have use of your money for investments. For example, if your home was worth $400,000 and you paid it off, that $400,000 is not available to invest. Let's assume you put down 25% or $100,000 and are considering using $300,000 to pay off your mortgage, or you could average an 8% return over time in the stock market. 8% has been the historical average for the lifetime of the S&P 500. That's why I use 8%. If you had invested it, instead of paying off the mortgage, that $300,000 lump sum could grow to, are you ready for this? $951,650 in 15 years if you had a 15-year mortgage you were paying off, or if you had a brand new 30-year mortgage, that $300,000 lump sum invested at 8% in the stock market could grow to over $3 million in 30 years' time. So it's only fair to also take into account the interest that you would have saved by paying off the 15- and 30-year mortgage because that is a benefit to you too. So I need to calculate the net benefit. So you're getting a big benefit by investing, but you also by paying off the debt would have saved some interest. So let's look at the net benefit. So in the example, for a 15-year mortgage, you would forego paying interest of $502,604, which is $300,000 for 15 years at a 3.5% current mortgage rate. So subtract the interest you don't have to pay. $951,650 minus $502,604 on the interest you would have saved is a net advantage still of $449,046. That's on a 15-year mortgage that you paid off or didn't pay off. In this case, didn't pay off because you invested it instead. For a 30-year mortgage, the net savings is $3,018,797 if you invested it, minus that interest you're going to save by paying it off early, $842,038, 
which is $300,000 for 30 years at 3.5%. You're saving that interest. So the net advantage is $2,176,759 over 30 years. It still makes sense to me not to pay off your mortgage and to instead invest that lump sum. Well, at 3.5% interest on your mortgage, you certainly are earning less than 8% that you might historically in the stock market. You might even do substantially better than an 8% return in the stock market, but you can never do better than 3.5% by paying off your mortgage. Number three, when the cost of money is low, it makes sense to borrow. I always say if we ever get back to double-digit interest rates, which I believe we will someday because of cycles, we will wonder why we didn't load up on debt at only 3.5%. Money is so inexpensive right now, it makes sense to pay 3.5% if we can invest it at a higher rate. That is a no-brainer. Number four, if you can add a little bit extra to your mortgage payment, you can have the best of both worlds. You can pay off your mortgage sooner and have an investment fund on the side. By just paying one twelfth extra every month, that becomes one extra mortgage payment per year. That one extra payment per year will shave about eight years off your mortgage. So for example, on a $1,200 a month mortgage, one twelfth is $100. If you added that extra $100 to your $1,200 payment and paid $1,300 a month, in 12 months, you would have paid one extra payment. It's fairly low cost to do, but saves you thousands of dollars in interest and about eight years off your mortgage. Your mortgage is paid off sooner and cheaper, so it's a win-win. If you can afford to do two twelfths or one sixth, meaning $200 extra per month paid on your mortgage, then you'll pay it off even sooner with very little effort or no cost. Now, I have to say, one listener criticized me and thought I was giving conflicting advice to say, don't pay off your mortgage early, but then I recommended paying an extra payment to pay it down. What they didn't understand is it is the lump sum payment that I'm objecting to that makes such a difference. What I'm trying to express is that the opportunity cost of investing a lump sum is huge. In fact, it could be millions of dollars difference. So my point is, Don't use a lump sum to pay off your mortgage, but do make an extra payment each year. That way you have the benefit of good leverage, but you also have the benefit of paying off your mortgage ahead of time. I hope that makes sense to you. You can also invest the rest of your discretionary income into an investment fund that will grow and compound over time. It will still work out to be a good idea to invest rather than to pay off your mortgage. And I haven't even mentioned the benefits of from taxes by having a mortgage. Of course, you may have that benefit if you itemize that you get to deduct your mortgage interest. So that's another plus to keeping a mortgage and letting the government assist you with tax deductions. Number five, the one caveat is housing prices must continue to rise long-term. Since housing has increased a lot already, I'm expecting we could see another housing crisis, especially if interest rates rise dramatically. That would send the value of homes down. Hopefully, longer term, your home will still be a good investment and it will straighten itself out. That's the one stipulation is if housing goes down, you may have wished you paid off your house. You may also want to pay off your house if you're near retirement age. Most retirees do not want to continue to have a mortgage. 
The only problem is, if you're 65, you could live to 85 or older, which means you could have been compounding your investment fund an additional 20 years, even if you're taking income from it. Again, the compounding you would receive would likely be more than the interest saved by paying off the mortgage. Which brings us to our last and maybe most important point, and that is emotion. Many people feel emotional about having debt. It makes them worry. They feel exposed to the risk of foreclosure if anything went wrong and they couldn't make a payment. Not having debt helps them sleep better at night. You would have to know yourself and whether you'd rather have less money, really a lot less money, we're talking millions here in my example, but not have to worry about your house, or if you can manage your risk, pay extra money on your payments to reduce the length and amount of the mortgage as I suggested, and end up with more money over time. Which would you prefer? Personally, my goal is always to maximize my wealth because the more money I have, the more options I'll have. But you may not agree, and that's okay. Do what's right for you. Just know that if you want to maximize your money, the best plan may be to keep your mortgage. So here are your action steps. Number one, look at your mortgage statement. What is the interest rate you're paying? Is it competitive or should you talk to a mortgage broker about refinancing? Number two, is it a fixed rate mortgage or a variable rate mortgage? I recommend only a fixed rate mortgage since interest rates have already started to increase. Number three, calculate 1 12th and 2 12ths extra on your mortgage payment. How much would that be? Could you afford to tack that onto your payment so that you're making an extra one or two monthly payments on an annual basis, thereby paying off your mortgage about eight years sooner and saving you thousands of dollars in interest? Number four, if you have automatic payments deducted from your checking account, go and increase the amount you're paying on your mortgage. It will give you the best of both worlds, paying off the mortgage faster and with little additional cost. So by that, I mean when you calculate that 1 12th or the 2 12ths of your mortgage, see if you can afford to pay 2 12ths more, which means you're gonna make two extra monthly payments and that will, over the year, dramatically bring down your interest. So can you make 1 12th extra payment per year or can you actually make it two twelfths, which is one sixth, which is actually like making two extra monthly payments a year, which will dramatically again, or decrease the debt that you have and pay off your mortgage sooner. That's all for this week. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.